can't go any longer. There we go. We're into it already. <clears throat> yeah. We sit down and bam. Boom. It's uh <laughs> today is no holds barred, right? Yeah, yeah. just we're going freestyle. Freestyle. <laughs> and uh I better get my phone so we can look stuff up. Yeah, yeah, I I uh I pulled DuckDuckGo up, nice. you know. No Google. Yeah. Well, I I heard DuckDuckGo is even compromised. So everything that we say on this today doesn't necessarily mean that we believe it. You could think <laughs> of today talking. more as like a, uh, let's say comedy. <laughs> but everyone should look into it. And we had a, an episode a little while ago where we talked about question everything. Today yeah. we're going to question and we're going we're gonna to go deep. It's going to be good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and just even current events. A lot of times, you know, we talk about business a lot. We talk about things that we're doing to be successful and try to be successful and improve our own lives. But I think a lot of that also plays into opinions and views and kind of what's going on in the current environment of everything. Yeah. You know, and there's a lot going on. Yeah. And even some of that stuff has got us, has made us look at everything in life and say, well, I'm going to make some changes over here because I can see some things happening in the world in some of these areas. And so, yeah. so it's very applicable. Yeah, and, and things as simple as what food we're choosing to eat. You know, yeah. earlier you were talking about the, <clears throat> the individual at Oxford that yeah. was talking <laughs> with Michaela Peterson and essentially says that if you eat meat, you are a racist and a misogynist and you think that cows are sexy and advertising and just just weird stuff i mean mm-hmm. they they truly want to keep us from eating meat which has all the nutrients that we need to survive within that and i mean yeah we don't need to go off on meat the whole time but you know hunting for example it's very it's a very humane way to kill an animal yeah you know commercial you know factory farming sort of thing um, can also be done humanely, but there's also ways to grow chickens in a one-foot box, and they grow so fast that their legs break under them and all that. So, you know, I'm I'm not really for that. Like, that's not cool. Yeah. But if I free-range a chicken and I go kill it to eat it, it's much better than that chicken getting ripped apart by a wolf. Or in Cameron Haynes talks about how in the wild, nothing dies of old age yeah. ever. Yeah. They start to get weak. And they get ripped apart by a pack of coyotes. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, it is. No, it is interesting, and it's so weird to see the, like the the hypocrisy around that. Like you know, of course, there's people that talk about how terrible it is to kill animals, and then they're eating cheeseburgers at McDonald's yeah. or whatever. Yeah, they've never and, had. They've never done it. Yeah, yeah, and so it's been interesting to see a lot of people that have never that are kind of anti-hunting or whatever or even anti-gun, you take them out shooting or you take them out hunting and they're like, oh, well, this is completely different than what I've seen yeah. or what's been kind of In the indoctrinated to yeah. me, you know? And so it's just, it's it's interesting. I think it's so important to get education, which yeah. is what we're, we're always talking about in all aspects of life. Yeah. Um, yeah, it is interesting. It's kind of crazy too to see um, just these huge billionaires and people trying to take over farmland bill gates yeah largest like, like farm not to, not to go down the bill gates road oh no but, today's no but, old bars but, let's but do but it then but then so he's trying to control all of the farmland um also very heavily pro uh artificial meat i yeah. guess is what it you know is what it's called yeah human dog um, food 
yeah so uh, i mean you can see kind of that there's there's some uh and and the amount of money that these guys have there is no competition nothing anymore that can you know the the smaller family farm type people that are really big into you know i've i've heard this a lot i grew up farming and there's a lot of people there again it's just interesting to hear the the uh, hypocrisy because there's so many people even people that are vegan or you know anti-meat or whatever but then they're also anti like large production farming yeah or they want all organic stuff but they don't understand that there's certain things that make it so that we have the amount of food available to us that we, yeah. you know there's there's fertilizers that are they say man-made or whatever which they're not i mean plants can only use one or two kinds of nitrogen molecules so even if you spread it on the ground as fertilizer that's granule fertilizer or um or manure it's still using the same nitrogen like it's it's just weird to me but um, those people just don't look at the whole process. And when you yeah. sit down and actually explain it to them, like, look, like things are sprayed on crops so that bugs don't get in there that make it toxic. You know, yeah. like there's actual bugs that can make plants toxic to us to eat. And so, you know, it's, it's just, it's strange and comes down to agendas. Yeah. People, you know, it just depends on what they want to believe and you can find that. And a lot of times that's what's out in the open is these things that try to demonize the 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 very industries and stuff that have made our quality of life what it is yeah but it's interesting well and i think following the money so interestingly you know we can say that about uh vegans and anti-meat and vegetables but i think you could probably go on the other side and see the uh the what do they call it and when political activism you know there's activists for uh mandatory meats or whatever like there's mm -hmm. both sides it's horse, yeah. horseshoe theory so uh horseshoe theory take the kkk which we all agree is absolutely terrible yeah they wanted segregation they wanted a pure race all this crazy terrible stuff then you know horseshoe starts here goes around and it comes almost back to the other side where you've got blm yeah. What do they want? Yeah. They want segregation. They want all minority nights at school and housing to be away from white people. And yeah. it's like, no, no, no. You guys are the same. the same thing. You are the same thing mm -hmm. on the other side of the horseshoe. And um, it's interesting because, I, I mean, I'm, I'm drawn to, like, the conspiracy theory type stuff. <laughs> and I don't know why that is. Uh, but that's been really good for me to go, you know, if I'm too far on one side, I'm going to be on that side of the horseshoe. I, yeah. need to, I need to be in the middle. I need to be where the weight is. Yeah. Well, and it's interesting to look. I mean, you, you talk about conspiracy theories, and I don't think that it's necessarily looking for the conspiracy theory itself. I think for me, it's it's interesting to look at, like, the far side. Like, if if we're talking about government control, talk about Nazism. Yeah. Okay. Everybody can can agree that that was pretty bad, or mostly everybody. There's probably yeah. still some yeah. There's out some there crazy, terrible, whatever. Yeah. But for the most part, that's bad. We'll then start walking back towards freedom and find where that line is drawn. 
you know what i mean Mm -hmm. um but when you look at the far fringes it's hard not to be to kind of have some skepticism and say well if this can happen then why couldn't that happen over there yeah and inconveniently for a lot of people the conspiracies keep coming true dude they are true (laughs) all of them (laughs) it's nuts you know, it, five years ago, they were like, no, you, you think vaccine passports and the government's going to track every move that you do. You, you're, you're nuts. Even well, two years ago. Yeah. What's happening now? Yeah. Vaccine passports and the government is tracking everything you're doing. Those swabs, if anyone ever got tested, the CDC just came out and said 10% of those were were sent off for yeah, they genomic. The, yeah, yeah, they recorded the DNA, right? Well, I, I never consented to that. Hmm. You know, I never, yeah. I never said you can send my nose spit off to yeah. to get genetically tested uh, and it's crazy too because the we talk about the fringe well, let's talk justin trudeau mm-hmm. he's the fringe he's the he's up there saying we need freedom and democracy yet anyone who's for freedom and democracy you are doing something illegal right now it is illegal yeah. these illegal protests there's people up there booing him mm-hmm. and he's like but but this is for you and it's like okay adolf yeah this is for you You're not listening to go you. to the gas chamber <laughs> yeah. this is for you yeah it's nuts it is crazy and and the media covers justin but they don't cover the truckers yeah well they will just negatively yes they'll say that there's violence raging and all of these things that are completely false Dude, they're canadians they're not mean yeah (laughs) they're like (laughs) the police officers like hey guys we've been told that we have to take your gasoline so um we're just going to very politely ask you yeah um can we please take your gasoline and they're like yes you can take our (laughs) gasoline but i want you to know that i'm mad and i will come and i will get new gasoline and the cops are like okay i understand that well and you think about it too it's truckers so, okay, so you're going to label truckers as extremists, and yet they're the people that are driving around the country, yeah. state to state, have access to warehouses and access yeah. to, like, come on. Yes. If they were extremists, they could really do some damage if they wanted to. Yeah. Like, all they'd have to do is sit at their house and not drive. Yeah. Yeah, that's true, too. That's all they'd have to do. But they also could have access to places that a lot of people can't have. If oh, they yeah. Wanted, oh, yeah, if very they, true. If they wanted to conduct a terrorist attack or whatever, a lot of them probably deliver stuff to government installations that have to have high security clearance or whatever. Yeah. You know, like that stuff has to be delivered there somehow. Yeah. And so to paint truckers as some kind of extremists or whatever they're one of the most regulated industries in in that we have yeah just to get a cdl you have to get the medical exams you have to get how many background checks drug tested nowadays i mean it's just crazy that you're sitting here acting like these people are a bunch of extremists that are out on the streets of canada doing bad things yeah how often do you have to get a a cdl um medical i don't know i I don't know either i know my dad just got one He, he um does some stuff seasonally and you know, they go in, they do a drug test, they do a urinalysis, they do, yeah. you know, all this stuff. And it's way more of a medical than any other job. You mm-hmm. know, you can go work for Amazon and you could probably smoke pot all day long. They don't, they're not going to test you. Mm-hmm. I, we should probably fact well, check ourselves the, on that. Even but. The, well, even the fire department, when we worked yeah. there, I was never drugged. Uh, I might have been when I was first tested or first hired. Dude, I was tested all the time. That's crazy. All the time. It was like, <laughs> hey, uh, you popped on another, not popped, I never popped. Um, <laughs> you, uh, your name came up on the random drug test. And I'm like, 
guys, I was telling you two weeks ago that I think that drugs should be legal. So why? <laughs> so random, oh, randomly. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I never, I don't even think I did when I got hired there. Maybe I did. But yeah. you think truckers, it, it's probably an annual thing. Just, yeah. just given. It's not even a, it's not even random. You just have to do it. Yeah. You know, so to paint these guys as extremists is yeah. so stupid. And we start doing that. And what do they do? They go, you know what? Screw this. I'm done. Yeah. I'm not going to drive anymore. Mm-hmm. Well, then what do we do? Oh, I don't know. We bring in automated trucks. Maybe that's the play. Yeah, maybe. Maybe the self-driving electric trucks is the play. And they go, hey, supply chain issue? Oh, no worries. We've been working in the background on this forever. And since you guys are not now, you know, illegal, doing bad things, and we shut you down, uh, we own the trucking industry. Now they run self-driving electric trucks all over the place, and boom, we're that communist nation that they've wanted forever. Maybe Elon's behind it. Dude, Elon. I don't know, though, because he's the one, like, he's saying, like, he's for it, I think, right? I mean, hasn't he kind of supported it somewhat? I mean, you never know. Supported. The truckers. Oh, yeah. Well, here's the thing, though. And and, and I, I don't have Elon figured out because you know how sometimes the villain yeah. plays ha- into it. has to play into it a little bit? Mm-hmm. You know, the Joker, he kind of had to play in a little bit yeah. in order to... I, don't, I mean, I hope not because he seems to me like I like him, mm-hmm. but I don't know. I, yeah. I don't have him completely figured out. I know I like him a lot more than, than um, Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But yeah, it, it is. So the interesting thing that I've seen is the people that were very conservative, very go along with the rules and very and not necessarily anti-conspiracy theory, but just not like into looking at it that much or having an opinion on government you know just like oh whatever you know like this let me live my life if i need to go get the vaccine i'll go get the vaccine i just want to do what's right or or even thinking the government is looking out for their best interest yeah a year of this you know like that was probably about a year ago a lot of those people that i know of personally that are like oh yeah come on i mean just do it maybe it was even six months ago within a year or six months they're like we got to support the truckers. Yeah. You know, yeah. They're, the cover has been taken off a lot of this stuff. They've kind of, yeah. if if they're, you know, you look at all of the stuff coming out about the Great Reset and all of these yeah. things, if there is really a cabal there or whatever you want to call it, they they push too far too fast. Yeah. Um, and I think they probably realize it. The problem is where do we go from here because these same same kind of protests and things have happened in the past. I look at like all, uh, Occupy Wall Street, yeah. which I didn't necessarily agree with them totally at the time, but kind of looking back, I'm like, yeah, you know, that was yeah. they had some concerns that were, and I didn't look into it as much. I didn't know yeah. it, if it was there was a lot of violence or whatever. I just I don't know much about that. But looking back at protests like that, or like in Europe, they have like the the protests all the time. It goes away pretty quick, you know. Yeah, we have a very short memory. Yeah, and and pretty soon it's just back to the same old thing. And all right, hey, we we did that. Well, it's got to be an active thing, ongoing. Yeah, um, it, it's we we have such a short memory. So you know, the, the country starts, it gets founded, and we have a certain monetary system. You know, gold and silver, and it's constitutional. It's there. No federalized central system 
or very little. Mm -hmm. Then what happens? We try central bank after central bank after central bank. They all fail until 1913, which, you know, it is a little ways after the founding. But a, a group get together and they go, hey, let's, you know what, you guys all tried central banks and we couldn't do it. Let's just cartelize ourselves and make this happen. So they make the Federal Reserve and they do their thing. And then what happens? 1971, Nixon's like, hey, temporarily we're going off the gold standard. But this is just temporary. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. Just temporary. Sweet. We're good. Off the gold standard, never have been back. 14 days, 15 days to slow the spread. That's it, guys. Mm -hmm. That's all you have to do. You know what? Just wear your mask for three months. That's it. Three months, this is going to be over with. You know, just show me your vaccine passport. That's it. That's yeah. all you have to do. Like, do we not see the pattern? And then I only said three or four or five things. It happens all the time. Yeah. They lie about everything. The Patriot Act was supposed to be temporary. Um, TSA was supposed to be temporary. Everything. It's supposed to be temporary. And they never. But we, we have such a short memory. We just don't care. That's, yeah. And it's always a slippery slope. And once yeah. you give, you never get it back. Never get it back. But people will use, the, they'll use like two or three examples where we have gotten it back. Like there was the the Brady Bill. Do you mm -hmm. remember the Brady Bill that you couldn't buy more than 10 round magazines? Mm -hmm. And after 10 years. Yeah, it was like when Clinton was in yeah. there and all that. Mm -hmm. And at 10 years, it expired unless it was revoted upon. So I remember when I was little we couldn't get more than 10 round magazines yeah i remember that too well it expires and you could get it and people are like see they gave your rights back see they do and it's like that's one example give me more yeah. even if you could give me 20 examples it doesn't matter because all you have to do is look at the tax code and show me the ones that they've taken back income tax yeah we should not be income taxed well and just the statement of they gave you your rights back yeah well, kinda, yeah what is kinda, that kind of kind of doesn't really like it's very true kind of really, it's like wait wait a minute what what like it's just it is it's it's bizarre um yeah i don't know it'll be interesting to see kind of what continues to happen because i mean i do think that there has been more than any time in history a huge unification of people coming together and saying you know what we're we're tired of this we're not going to do it and so I, I hope that that gains momentum in the other way. You know, here we named off how government control has gained momentum. Well, hopefully this gains momentum in the other way where people said no to vaccines or yeah. no to wearing masks, you know, then no to vaccines. Well, then if something else comes out, then people say, no, we're not, we're just not going to do that, you know, and, and it just keeps continuing to grow that way. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. Uh, so I wanted to, uh, you know, fact check myself just just in case, because um, I said that income tax was supposed to be temporary. Um, I think it was to fund a war, right? Yeah. So World I, war just looking at this a little bit, though, it is kind of interesting because we when we look at history, we think good and bad. You know, you look at Genghis Khan and you think, oh, he conquered a whole bunch of land and bad, you know, or you think uh, Napoleon. I, I guess I don't know if he's good or bad, but mm -hmm. um, so income tax republican president so republican william taft successfully advocated for a permanent national income tax so then you can also look at republicans and you can think oh good or bad or democrats yeah. good or bad well yeah. we, we need to stop doing that um goes a little bit further and it says 
Uh, he was a single-term president from 1909 to 1913. He's probably best known for being the heaviest president in U.S. history. <laughs> what a crappy thing to be known as. It's like, hey, uh, he had an official presidential limousine, and he was obsessed with golf. Like, so what were you known as? I was known as the fat golfer president. Um, he also established the federal income tax as a permanent part. But here's what's interesting. Taft didn't actually invent the idea of the federal income tax. That would be Abraham Lincoln. Hmm. Interesting. Who in 1861 convinced Congress to pass the Revenue Act and impose a temporary 3% tax on incomes over $800 as an emergency measure to help finance the massive military expenditures required by the Civil War. Hmm. Interesting. That is interesting. Yeah. Because same thing. We look at Lincoln and we go, he's he awesome. Great. He freed the slaves, so he's great. Mm-hmm. You go, well, doesn't necessarily mean that everything was great. Yeah. He freed the slaves. That's amazing. Good. Like that's, that's, that we can all agree that that's great. And at the time it might've been, that might've been, he might've had the best interest of the country for doing that. You know, Lincoln yeah. might've, and then there's somebody else behind the scenes. that's like, wait a minute. Like, yeah. Why, why should we give that money back? Yeah. Isn't you that know? the scary thing though about all of it? Cause I, I don't look at someone even like Nancy Pelosi. I don't look at her and go, oh, she's evil and she wants the worst for everyone. Mm-hmm. I actually think that she believes that it is the best for everyone. Yeah. It's weird. Like it Kamala weird. Harris, she she probably thinks that this stuff is good. Justin Trudeau thinks that this stuff is good. Yeah. You know, and, and let's get honest. Like, he's probably Fidel Castro's son. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's a, lot of, uh, there's a lot of evidence that could point to that. So you'd never... <laughs> That's the hard thing. Yeah. Well, and back to, so there, every, a lot of people could point to a lot of those things and go, oh, conspiracy theory. Well, the Fed Reserve stuff is true. Yeah. The Nazi stuff is true. If things that big can happen, yeah. like if, if people can, can, you know, through coercion and, and, you know, all of that kind of stuff, come up with a financial system to specifically enslave people. How is any of the rest of it off yeah. the table? Yeah, and like why it's are we totally more... possible how, saying yeah. that Justin Trudeau is Castro's son? How is that not like? Yeah, well, his it's mo- to- it could be totally possible In, and plausible. Um, and there is uh, there is some events that happened that make it so that it could be. And his it m- could be his mom stated. I, we'll have to look ourselves <laughs> up on this one too. His mom stated that. Fidel Castro was the han- the most handsome man on earth. I'm there you up. go. I'm looking it up right now. There you go. But even I mean, there's so many things that when people start saying screaming conspiracy theory, there's so many things that you can point to that are true and actually happened that make you go, well, wait a minute. If something that big was going on, if the extermination, if the Holocaust was able to happen. If people were able to dream up and get followers and implement something as horrific as the Holocaust, how hard is it to to think that any of the rest of this stuff can happen and be true? Yeah. Like, it's not it's not that hard. Yeah, I I I just believe what's on the internet, um, and uh, the especially, internet especially Facebook and yep. Instagram. And the internet says this: first, Margaret Trudeau. Pierre Trudeau and Fidel Castro were all notoriously sexually promiscuous. Promiscuous. Margaret Trudeau 
was a partier who unquestionably had sex with men while married to Pierre. Nobody knows if Pierre objected. They met when he was 48 and she was 18. They got married when he was 53 and she was 23. Their marriage surprised Canada because Pierre had been a lifelong playboy with no wife or children. He would turn 60, blah, blah, blah. It goes on. Uh, Pierre Trudeau slept around too. Um, Fidel Castro put them both to shame. His sexual appetite was so legendary, this article cannot effectively capture it. Anyways, the Trudeaus adored Castro. Um, there's actually history of them traveling down there. Yep. Yeah, there's right. a picture right here with with Justin. So Fidel, oh no, Fidel Castro is holding Michael Trudeau next to an adoring Margaret. So it's Fidel Castro, Margaret, and then their son, Michael. Hmm. Um, it's just nuts because you think of that and you're like, no, no, no way. But it actually is possible. Eight and a half, Justin Trudeau was born eight and a half months after they got home from... Pierre eagerly became the first NATO leader to travel to to Cuba, and he brought his wife with him. Eight and a half months later, Justin Trudeau was born. But it's just a conspiracy. It's a, it's a conspiracy theory. <laughs> just look at pictures of him. No way that he is his son. <laughs> but even then, hilarious. he wouldn't have to be. He doesn't have to be Fidel Castro's son to be authoritarian. Yeah. Totalitarian, any of yeah. those things, to be in cahoots with whoever it is that's pulling the strings behind, yeah, behind the the you know the curtain, yeah, like, you know. I mean, that's just maybe an inconvenient truth that he could be, yeah, Fidel Castro's son. But that doesn't even. I mean, he wouldn't have to be to to be doing all these things, anti freedom and everything else. You know? Yeah, I, I mean, oh for sure, anybody's anybody can do that. You know, you just got to yeah. get in with the right people. Yeah. Look at Epstein or whoever, you know, there's there's a huge list of people. Yes. That you get in with the right people and... It's scary. And that's it. You got it made. But you have to adhere to some of their yeah. rules and what yeah. they want you to do. Yeah. You've got to cover your eye in all your pictures. You've got to make the or little the black signs. Eye. Yeah, the black like, have you oh, seen black Prince, eyes. Have you yeah. seen Prince Andrew lately with the oh, pictures? Oh, uh -uh. like, But there's I so saw, many. Look up celebrities with black mm -hmm. eyes, and you're like, well, it's because they implanted microchips into their eyes. <laughs> <laughs> I just saw one where he was, like, settling on, because he's, like, involved with the whole Epstein thing, right, yeah. or whatever, and he's, what was it? He was settling on the case or something. But well, the picture that it showed had, he had a black eye. The queen has, <laughs> like, the, the queen made it so he can't inherit anything. Yeah. I mean, they're, yeah, they're distancing themselves from him because they're like, yeah, he's a piece of crap. Yeah, right. They're yeah. like, <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> they're on to him. They're going to get on to us before yeah, too exactly. long. Exactly. <laughs> hey, wait, we got to hurry and distance ourselves because <laughs> we've actually been taking money from the United States for years. <laughs> Since the Battle of New Orleans. <laughs> Anyways, um, you know how a couple days ago I, I said that uh, Trudeau, he's just a dictator, so I've been yeah. following him a lot lately. Um, <clears throat> they asked him about, uh, so which nation besides Canada, which nation's admiration, administration do you most admire and why? So they, he was asked this in a press conference. There's a level of admiration I actually have for China. 
Drum roll. Because their basic dictatorship is allowing them to actually turn their economy around on a dime and saying, we need to go greenest faster. We need to start, you know, investing in solar. There is flexibility that I know Stephen Harp, Harper, so former conservative prime minister, must dream about having a dictatorship that he can do everything he wanted. And I find that quite interesting. Hmm. So you have a prime minister right now that is saying that truckers are terrorists. And he's saying he has admiration for China, for China. and their dictatorship. Yeah. Like what the be freak is going be on? Because of the control factor yeah. of being able to just do whatever they want. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. That is crazy. And even to the, I mean, he's looking at China as the model for renewable energy. I know. <laughs> like, yeah. Are they the highest pollution country still? They, I know they were at one point. I don't know if they, like, they were high. I know it wasn't India high. Dude, this fact check thing is it's pretty awesome. You're we're fast on that. I, I'm like uh, I'm like Jamie. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> no, no, I'm just. <laughs> You're gonna have a new job offer. Air pollution and, levels in China are now higher than before covid so that's mm, interesting mm -hmm. china has one of the worst air qualities in the world it is also one of the biggest emitters of greenhouse gases the world health organization estimates that 4.2 million deaths occur worldwide as a result of exposure to air pollution and china is one that has one of the worst qualities in the world so the China virus, so China isn't just killing people from a virus, they're killing people from pollution as well. But like that, so to come out and say that China is a model for green energy and reducing greenhouse oh, yeah. gases, they're probably, China's probably just over there laughing, yeah, like, look yeah. at this idiot. Yep. They're probably in cahoots. And yeah. so, you know. But, oh, they totally are. But they, they all are. I mean, just to... I mean, it's laughable. Yeah. It's laughable. Oh, and you they're, look at, they're you, laughing. You look at all of these leaders and, or like Biden. I mean, look at Biden. Like, how can you not just laugh? Like, there's some of the, there's some of the dumbest people. Yeah. But obviously there's people behind the, behind the curtain. Yeah. The strings there. And I think that. On all of it. I think there's, there are puppet masters of the puppet masters. You know, it's. Pinocchio and Geppetto and whoever's above Geppetto. Like, it doesn't even... Yeah. It, yeah, it just goes deep. Which, it could go deep, deep. Like we said at the beginning, we don't actually believe any of this stuff. Um, but there's, like, the, the theory of the 13 royal original bloodlines of the mm -hmm. Earth. I mean, as crazy as that is, and it's probably just not true, it is pretty crazy to look into it and be like, oh, you're talking, like, popes and royal families and uh, the Rockefellers and the Vanderbilts and these people that have like ties to the originals. Yeah. And they still run things. And throughout the years, they always have run things. And, and they're not, their amount of money is not even comprehensible to us. That's what I think. I think that, you know, there's like the Forbes lists and the Bill Gates and all of that. And, you know, those are people that are out in the limelight. I think there's a completely yeah. different group of people that are like, no, you yep. don't you don't talk about it. They us. don't want people to know that they're on the list. Yeah. And they're way above what yeah. these other people are. 
you know. Mm -hmm. So then you think think about the wealth that even like Bill Gates or Elon Musk or some of these guys have and the control that they can have within that. Control of media, control of agriculture, control of technology, you know, control of all of these different things. And why couldn't they control people or governments or whatever? You know, I mean it's just it's it's an amount of money that we can't even yeah. Imagine. Have you seen those things where they're like, Elon Musk could spend a million dollars a minute or whatever? Like, yeah. it's more money than you could than yeah. you could spend in a hundred lifetimes. And so, yeah, it's not worth Bill Gates' time to bend over and pick up a ten thousand dollar bill. Mm-hmm. Like that's how much money they have, or maybe it's a thousand dollars. I'm not even going to look and fact check that. Yeah. Okay. Um, so there's the puppet masters of the puppet masters, and they're all laughing. They're laughing to the point where they have gotten presidents of the United States. I don't even know if we can go this far. (laughs) To lay naked in a coffin and shout out their deepest, darkest secrets to everybody else in the room so that they'll never say a word when they get into the office. And that's George Bush... Hmm. Is this like documented? Is this oh, like skulls and, skull skull and bones, bones stuff? Yeah, mm-hmm. and skull and bones, totally real. Hmm. It's there. It's at Yale University. It's 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 one hundred percent. And John Kerry. Hmm. So in that race, it was it John Kerry versus Bush. I think so. It whatever it was, whoever it was, it was. No matter who got in, yeah, it was skull. And they bones. were a skull and bones member. Mm-hmm. And when they get there, and it, it doesn't matter if it's you know skull and bones or it's. Um, the the real society, which are the ones who put Hitler in into his place and, and had him go. You know, there's several of these different societies. Whatever it is, when you get there, they go, we own you. And you're going to do some stuff that you never want anyone to know about. And what that means is we're going to give you all the power that you've ever wanted. We're going to give you all the money you've ever wanted. You don't have to worry about a thing in life. Mm-hmm. We own you. And they're okay with it or they get blackmailed to where they're like okay i'm I, yeah uh-uh. they're scared into yep. it at some they get yep. some level or they're scared into yep. it. yeah so these people you know we look at the bushes the clintons the all of them they're just they're just not they're not the leaders they're yeah. really not yeah yeah well you even look at to bring it down to even like a smaller level like have you seen did you see what The Rock did recently, like with the Joe Rogan thing? Yeah. So he comes out and he's like, yeah, I, I, I support Joe and da-da-da. Within like, wasn't it like a couple of days? He's like, nope, I don't think that should be allowed or whatever. Yeah. Okay, so what's going to change? I haven't changed my mind that fast on yep. very many things in my life. Nope. Like <clears throat> if something is well thought out and everything else and you kind of have some values behind that and some, you know, just – and it falls in line with one of those values, freedom of speech or whatever, it's pretty hard for me to change my mind. To come yeah. back like a few days later and go, oh, no, I think he should be censored. Somebody called him and told him to yeah. do that. Yeah, absolutely. You know. And with our you know, couple thousand downloads that we've had, I'm sure he's never going to listen to this. But Rock, you're a freaking pansy. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, it, 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 it shows. Yeah. You know, it's like, all right, well, I ain't watching any of your movies anymore and then what was crazy is he does the whole super bowl thing you know before the super bowl happened he was like an announcer or whatever and he kind of got into his character and he's like you smell what the rock is cooking i don't know if he said that Mm -hmm. um but there was a lot of backlash like oh really what the rock did 
he, he it was out of it was it was essentially like that was stupid like why was he even there no one cared about him and maybe that's just the people that i see and the people that i follow mm-hmm. but it was like dude you just shot yourself in the foot yeah like all of your your people that are going to follow you no matter what because you're the rock they're they're not going to change their mind but it changed my mind I, I mm-hmm. liked him. Mm-hmm. I think he's a great actor. I love his story. Has a good story, yeah. Really cool. Good, good uh, example of hard work. Yep. And he's shown me that we could not be friends. Yeah. Because he he's he, he not. Can, he can compromise his yeah. values. Yeah. His values are compromised, and I'm sorry, I'm not going to compromise mine. Mm-hmm. Like, no. It's interesting how much of that stuff has come out about Hollywood. You know, in the last few years quite a few years but just that there is a culture there of falling in line you know and it shows too with with joe rogan i mean not wanting to talk about joe rogan all the time but it seems like everybody else is number one podcast in the world it's tough not to it's kind of cool to watch his i never really watched him very much but i'm like just looking at his background and stuff i'm sure that he was immersed in that kind of culture yeah that hollywood leftist leaning don't speak out about the narrative kind of culture and then to see him as he is genuinely questioned and talk to people like that's all he does he has somebody on you sit across the table and it might be about hunting you know he started talking to cam haynes yeah and cam's like let's go hunting come and see what it's about you know and and just he's kind of changed his mind on some issues honestly like, he hasn't been told to do that. He's gone and sought it out for himself. And as he's done that, he's really kind of followed truth and tried to find truth. And it's a lot different than, I think, probably the culture that he was in when he started. Like, yeah. it's really cool to see. And there's quite a few people that are coming out more and more speaking against that. Yeah. You know, it's kind of interesting. But you think yeah. about the amount of power there and the influence that they could have on everything else. I mean, they're influencing everything that's on TV. Yeah. They're influencing everything that's on radio. They're influencing everything that's on social media. I mean, we we last episode we talked about how life is not reality. Yeah. It's not really a reality. We're always being indoctrinated with different messages every day. Yeah. You know? Yeah, there's something to the idea of living in the matrix. Not that we're living in a computer program and this and that, but maybe. I mean, okay, that's the thing. It is possible. I don't think it There's a few things that I really don't think. I don't think that the earth is flat, but it is possible. I don't think that we live in the matrix, but it is possible. I don't think that Joe Rogan is a CIA disinformation agent, but it is possible. So, okay, actually, let's go there. <laughs> okay, because we're both like, oh, yeah, pro-freedom, Joe Rogan, you can say what you want sort of thing. Yeah. He's also the biggest podcast in the world that has more influence now than CNN, NBC, ABC. Oh, by far. So I, saw, I read, because Joe Rogan, like the average download or average audience Per episode's like 11 million, right? Yeah. And Brian Stelter's like all buttered about yeah. it. <laughs> he's not even like a, a professional journalist, man. Yeah. He's, he's then, an MMA guy. Like I see these uh, these headlines on like him and Rachel Maddow where it's like, oh, a million people tuned in. And I'm like, it's hilarious, number one, that Joe Rogan smashed them by that much. Yeah. It's also 
very weird to me that a million people would turn in to listen to that I know. crap. You but. say Brian Stelter, I'm like, hey, I got to hurry and think. Oh, yeah, yeah, he's the he's that guy. But I think I only know him because of the stupid crap that he said <laughs> yeah. about other people. Yeah, Same with Rachel all, Maddow and all of That's all I know, yeah. too. But Yet, sorry, not to interrupt no, your... No, you're good. Well, yeah, all of them. Like The View. I know Whoopi Goldberg because she played on Sister Act. Mm-hmm. That's really it. That's mm-hmm. the only reason why I know her. Um, the rest of them, it's just because they've said stupid crap. Yeah. But I don't think that they should be censored. Okay, so going back, is it possible that Joe Rogan is actually a Russian CIA <laughs> He's compromised. disinformation compromised agent? And he is... Who, who in the beginning did we say, like the Joker, had to, Elon? Oh, yeah. He's like Elon. So he's had Elon on his podcast. He was all linked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he has to play the good guy. A but, little he's bit, really, but he's but really, he's, the, so he's gaining everybody's trust. Yeah. And then once his audience gets to a certain level, he's yeah. going to start with the real propaganda. Yeah, but subtle. Like all Could the rest. Be. Could be. Well, like I said, his background, you know, I yeah. mean, how? Yeah. Well, we know that The Rock listens to this podcast. Um, <laughs> and, and, and Joe Rogan probably does too, if The Rock does. Um, so Joe, just, just don't do that, man. Yeah. Just um, you know, be be true to yourself, but not the leftist self <laughs> that you used to be. Um, you can like Bernie, just just don't promote Bernie. Yeah, he still does struggle with some of those tendencies. Oh yeah, you can tell. That's what's cra- that's what's crazy about this whole thing, is every conservative right now, and I actually shouldn't even say liberal and conservative because it's, it's just kind of stupid. It, yeah, I but agree. every conservative is going. Hey, freedom for Joe Rogan. You can say whatever you want. So what they're saying is freedom for a leftist. Because he's yeah. There's a, a a little YouTube clip of him. It's like three minutes long of him saying, "I want universal basic income. Mm-hmm. I want this. I want that." Which Green is all, energy yes, and Bernie's very, like tax policies, yeah. which are wacko and all this stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. very very left leaning. I disagree with that. But he shouldn't be silenced. So you've got every conservative that's going, yeah, don't silence Joe Rogan. So conservatives saying, don't silence a liberal. Can you imagine if it was... The, the liberals... Yeah, if it was reversed? Switched, yeah. No, it wouldn't happen. Yeah. It would never happen. It's really interesting. It's yeah. very bizarre. It is. Well, and there's, there's a huge push from that side anyway in everything like honestly it's amazing that conservatism is where it's at and to me it shows like freedom liberty all of that stuff it shows how good it is like you look at what has happened in the united states to um tear down freedom even in the last decade yeah and we still have such a great standard of living yeah. And such a great lifestyle, even though, I mean, it's been, it, there's been all out war on freedom and liberty for a long, long time, longer than a decade. Oh, yeah. you know, ever since the country was started. Yeah. Um, it's just so interesting to see how that happens, but how powerful capitalism and freedom and agency and liberty really is um, for us to still be the greatest country that yeah that we are yeah 
I mean, prejudice there, but we are well, the greatest. No, and, 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 there's, and that's our the standard things. of living. I mean, yeah. there's lots of things that point to that. And there is nothing wrong with saying that you live in the greatest country in the world. Mm-hmm. And and you know what? If you live in Brazil and you believe that that's the greatest country in the world, good for you. Mm-hmm. Like, that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. And it does not make you a, a racist or a nationalist or... No, I believe that the United States is the greatest country on the earth. Yeah. And I know and am really good friends with Mexican people, Mexican citizens mm-hmm. that believe that Mexico is the greatest country on the earth. And they give me all the reasons why. And we love each other. Yeah. And I go down and visit them and we have great Mexican food. And I was going to say, with, with all this being going on in the United States, Mexico is looking pretty good. It is good. looking. I know. <laughs> what We went down. We actually went to Mexico it's almost like embarrassing to say we went to, we went to Mexico three times last year. Uh-huh. Kira and I went for our anniversary to Puerto Vallarta. Didn't really have a good time. It was good to be with her, but it was like the mask stuff. They were all still figuring it out. They're like, "Hey, everybody needs a mask," and then you get on a boat and they're like, "Hey, no one's looking. Take your masks off." <laughs> and it, it was just it was just kind of crazy. We didn't really have the greatest time there. Then we went. Um, we drove across the border in a motorhome to San Felipe. Mm-hmm. Had an amazing time. Mm-hmm. Just it was great. Um, on the beach beautiful weather uh fresh shrimp every single day that we smoked that's uh, cool like on a smoker it was mm-hmm. t- tough to light you know like yeah. in a joint so we we had to <laughs> put it on a smoker um and then we went to mexico city and um it, whenever you're down there it's it was it, okay we're driving in mexico city and you just run red lights and if you don't you're the bad driver hmm. everybody's honking at you everyone's honking going. at you they're like go so we kind of made it this little game of like, how many red lights can I blow through uh-huh. with cops watching? <laughs> Not nice. one time did we get pulled over yeah. because they're doing it too. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know what? There's actually a certain amount of freedom there. Yeah, It's kind of interesting to know. I'm not saying that we should ever be here, okay? In the United States, I don't want to be here. But it is kind of nice to know that when you break a small law like that, like breaking the speed limit or a red light or whatever, and they pull you over, you go, you know what? Let's give you 10 bucks, okay? Let's go get some tacos and let's let's just eat some lunch together and be out of this. We're good, right? And they're like, well, 15 and we'll call it even. Yeah. You're like, okay, sweet. There's actually a certain amount of freedom in that. Yeah. I'm not saying it's... Well, I think that it shows, though, it's the difference between being individually concerned with your safety and freedom versus the state dictating yeah. what is safe and free. You know what I mean? Like down there, yes, you're free to run red lights, but you also have to put up with the 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 consequences of possibly getting in a wreck and getting hurt. Yeah. But it's like you and we still kind of have that freedom in the United States, I guess, but like there's just more of an individual responsibility there instead of the government trying to step in and say, Hey, we're going to make everybody safe. Yeah. You know, <clears throat> safety is not a reason to give up freedom, you know? Yeah. And, and, and so down there more liberal to do things yourself and yeah. granted you have to roll with the consequences. Yeah. But knowing that, your safety is up to you. I think yeah. there's some value there. Yeah. And there's a lot of surface level corruption there. Um, whereas here, I think it's a little more ingrained. You know, I lived down there for a couple of years and there was an American that was down there. And um, I said something about the corruption and he goes, 
want you to pay attention to the corruption when you get back to the United States. Yeah. And I didn't really understand it until, you know, we learn more and more and kind of become more part of society. Yeah. It's, there's a lot of, it's, it's a deeper corruption here. You know, the police aren't corrupt here on the surface level. You know, if you get pulled over and you're like, Hey man, can we get out of this for 20 bucks? They're like, you're trying to bribe a police officer. Like, you want to go to prison? Yeah. It's just not okay here. And that's, that's good, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time down there, it's, it, there is, it's a certain amount of freedom to know that, you know, I'm driving along, they pull me over for no reason. And all they want is 20 bucks. You know, it's, well, and here you look at our corruption. It's not at the surface level or even maybe like with law enforcement, let's yeah. say it's not necessarily at the, you know, surface level, but you jump up to the federal level and FBI and CIA and some of that oh, stuff. Geez. And it's just like, you don't even know what to believe. You know, you look at the, the, the Trump stuff coming out or whatever it is. There's lots of different things you can look to. Yeah. Waco, you know. Any, Operation any Northwood. Of, yeah. I mean, there's lots of things. Well, and a lot of those CIA type things, Operation Paperclip, yeah. Operation, you know, a lot of these things that you're just like going, holy cow. When you really dive yeah. into it, it's They're like, real. where, you know, how's, how's there not if these things didn't, if these things were able to happen, and we didn't know about it, or it wasn't necessarily promoted to the American people the way that um, later we found out that it was supposed to be, or what really went down, like the things that we don't know. When the things that we do know come out, and it's like, oh my gosh, like that was completely different. Think about all the things we don't know. Yeah. You know, and so you look at the corruption at that level versus like in Mexico, they probably don't have a functioning central government that's functioning enough to yeah. have. I mean, they do have corruption there, yeah. but everybody knows there's corruption there and calls it what it is. And so everybody yeah. just kind of does their thing. And, and there's, I don't know, it just feels like there's more individual. And I've never, I've never lived there. So yeah. I don't know in some of these countries, but it does feel like there's some more, it's up to you as an individual to choose your safety and your freedom yeah. and everything else versus the state mandating it for sure and i love i love mexico yeah oh man um living there visiting there i just everything about it i love it um love the history the history of the people the people like mm-hmm. i don't even know if it's politically correct anymore to say like i love mexicans <laughs> like i don't even know if you can okay, say that trump i know <laughs> But, but really, I just, um, being down there and, and the friendships and the, this is just amazing, amazing people. Um, when you were saying that, it made me think of uh, Kennedy. So John F. Kennedy gets into office and the CIA is doing their thing and he gets into office and then they talk to him about Operation Northwoods. You heard of that? Mm-mm. I haven't heard of that one. So Operation Northwoods was a proposed false flag operation against American citizens that originated within the United States Department of Defense of the United States government in 1962. So essentially what they were going to do is they were going to pretend. They're they're going to blow up Americans. Wasn't this was this to do with Cuba? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So they're like, "Hey, uh Kennedy, uh we're going to do this, okay? We're actually going to blow up some Americans and we're going to blame it on Cuba so that we can go to war with Cuba." And he's like, "No. <laughs> no, you're not. You're not going to do that." So you have a, a president who he gets in, was he a senator? I don't know. Actually, I don't honestly know don't know. Yeah, we'll have to, I'll have to look into that. Um, so he he becomes the president of the United States and then finds out that these 
kind of rogue agencies with, you know, FBI, CIA, all of them that can kind of do whatever they want within themselves with really no government oversight. They're telling him what they're going to do. That's crazy. Not even really asking, just telling. And until he's like, hey, no, I'm not going to do that. And they go, oh, you're not? So then they off him. Well, and there's some interesting stuff, too. Let's see. I pulled this up. So um, he served in the House of Representatives and in the U.S. Senate. Cool. So for Massachusetts. Um, There was even some stuff. There's a... Trying to think, who's that documentary guy that's really Oliver good? Stone? No, Ken Burns. So like he, and I mean, there again, you watch all this stuff, and you're like, there's probably an element of propaganda, and there's some kind of narrative that this guy is following. I don't know. I yeah. don't know anything about Ken Burns personally, but his documentaries are very good and very thorough. It seems he has one on. Um, Vietnam that I think was yeah. one of the latest ones to come out. Just came out like a few years ago, I think. But very in depth. Like I think it took me. I think it was like twenty four hours. Like it's different episodes. Oh, that's cool. But uh, <clears throat> so it's very very in depth. And I think it's like ten episodes long. Maybe I don't know. I'll look it up here and get the actual stuff. But he has recordings on there of like the presidents with the. Uh, let's see. So it says it's a 10-part documentary um, directed by Ken Burns. First episode premiered on PBS 17, or September 17, 2017. Yeah. So pretty new. But, I mean, there again, it's it was premiered on PBS. Yeah. You know, I mean, so who knows what all is the the level of truth in there or not yeah the propaganda broadcast system yeah but it was interesting in there because you know it's very thorough but it there's actual recordings between um presidents and the advisor that was over you know was it uh mcnamara that was the like the the secretary of state so he was kind of overseeing that I think yeah. I Robert know. Robert McNamara. I don't know. Let's look that up too. Hey, but, as you're looking uh, that up, I have a C4 that's right outside this door. I'm gonna grab it. Sounds good. Grab it. So. Any, I don't know exactly who. So it was. It was basically the. Um, I need to go back and watch it again because it's it's really good. It's a really good. Uh, yeah. But like you have the you know obviously you have the president that's the the main guy. Then there's the generals in Vietnam. Well, there's kind of some middle guys that are you know managing that between the president and the. I think it's probably the secretary of state. I would imagine. Yeah. But. Uh, there's conversations between them and they're like like talking about one part of it that they're talking about is the at the beginning of the vietnam war to declare war on vietnam they staged a a strike on a ship in the was it the gulf of china is that what it is over there yeah something like that something but uh, off the coast of vietnam gulf of tonkin i don't know is that a different incident the gulf wasn't it the gulf of tonkin that that uh brought us into vietnam we're gonna have to we're gonna have to brush up on our. I know. Uh, I need history. to take a history class. 
uh, the Gulf of Tonkin, Tonkin incident, USS Maddox. Uh, yeah, that's the one that led mm-hmm. us into Vietnam. The Gulf of Tonkin was fake. Yeah, they faked it. Yeah. It was like uh, they they said that there was a Vietnam attack, a North Vietnam attack, or even maybe China attacked this boat out in there. Yeah. It was not real. And they actually talk about it in this documentary. Well, then, you know, so then you go, okay, well, if that's not real, to get into the Vietnam War, you know, and and we have other things as far as like going into Afghanistan and Iraq and all that stuff that has been coming out that oh it's it wasn't really wasn't really real which is a as a population as a United States population I don't know why we just don't like boycott the government when this stuff comes out yeah. it's like oh, oh that's interesting that happened five years ago I don't really give a crap now yeah. you know kind of that's thing. a new president he's he's a good one but uh but like there's even conversations in there between the president and and advisors and stuff um actual recordings where it's like the president's going okay well what's the what's the body like what's our death count this week and they're like oh it's this many people oh i'm i'm trying to get reelected that's not going to sit well with the american people oh that's so crazy we need to we need to rework those numbers and they like have a conversation about it it's like over the phone just like just yeah. like me and you were talking, like, no big deal. Oh, okay. What, you want to re- revise them down 25%? No, I think we need to go more than that. Okay. All right. We'll release the official numbers at this. Okay. Yeah, sounds good. I think that's The sounds. official numbers. Yeah. yeah. And they, they <clears throat> actually have recordings of that in that documentary. Yeah. That's why we and, can't and believe it's, anything. It's like, yeah. It's, you, you see that kind of stuff, and you're like, holy cow. Yeah. Like, it is at the very top. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and then it makes you think, okay, well, the... The vid, <laughs> the vid numbers, COVID. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's gonna get. Yeah, we're flagged. We're done. Um, I don't know. It kind of acts like they don't care anymore. Yeah, somewhat. Well, that might be. Well, you know why they don't care? Because they're gonna use it against us. Yeah, probably. They're gonna listen to this episode and they're gonna they're gonna audit us and they're gonna probably. You know, there's lists, man. As soon <laughs> as soon as as soon as Joe Biden got elected. You had people like AOC, and they said, what do we need to do? Make lists. Yeah. Make lists of people who supported Trump. Make lists? Yeah. What? That's crazy. That's crazy That's talk. Mm-hmm. So they don't, they want us to say this, like, because they just want to put us on a list so that we're the first ones to go into the gas chambers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's crazy, though. I mean, you look at even like that Vietnam example. You know, when when the Vietnam War was going on, people were probably saying that, you know, that there was there was dishonesty and corruption in the government and everybody probably thought it was a conspiracy theory. Yeah. Now it's coming out or, you know, whenever it started coming out and was declassified, then it's like, oh, you know. Yeah. We have very short memories. Yeah, and the other thing that this actually really bothers me when people are like, Oh, we got we have some declassified information. So I go look it up all excited and <laughs> And ninety percent of it is redacted. Yeah, like you didn't release crap. Yeah. Like we don't know anything, and we will never know anything because it it is completely suppressed. And and this is where like I kind of wanted to just no holds barred episode because now I can say everything that I want to say, and I don't have to like just focus <laughs> on one thing. And that's the problem too. Is like it, this could go into like four hours, and, but we don't know anything. There are people who have created water driven vehicles. Mm-hmm. And he got this. This is a, this is a true story. So this guy makes a water-driven vehicle. He says that on on just water, 
he could go, I don't know what it was, like, you know, 500 miles or something. I say true story, and then I'm just making up numbers. <laughs> so he said he got contacted by oil companies to buy him out. He said no. Then he got contacted by oil companies with death threats. Then he gets contacted by government officials with death threats saying, shut all this crap down. And he keeps saying no, no, no. He's eating dinner with his brother one night. I think there are more people around. He grabs his throat. He goes, they've poisoned me. And he dies. Hmm. This is a guy that made a, a, a vehicle that we could drive with water. There are many stories. Even Henry Ford, one of his first vehicles was made out of hemp. Hmm. Everything about the vehicle was made out of hemp, including the gasoline to go in it. Really? They shut that down fast. But it's it's there. Like yeah. the, the documents are there. Nikola Tesla could Yeah, he's a big one. He's a lot of his stuff. And it was because of money. It was yep, wasn't all it Edison? Money. Was it Edison that he was was kind of his rival? Yeah, Edison was. I um, mean, he worked for Edison. And um and then, there was cuz there was kind of a big Was it Edison that was trying he was doing a certain kind of energy Tesla was doing another yeah, kind. So alternating but, but, alternating current and direct, direct. And direct. Yeah. But Edison already had a lot of the contracts in place and a lot of the stuff, right? Yeah. Even though Tesla's technology was better. Yeah. And so they kind of financially ruined him basically. Absolutely. And and it was it was on two fronts. It was the electrical front and it was also on the steel front. Cuz when you look at electricity, it has to go through wires yeah, well, what are those wires right. made out of they're made out of metal and so you had the steel magnates the the, the carnegies that which is kind of interesting because we actually read a lot of stuff that you know mm -hmm. came indirectly from carnegie through napoleon hill and so, yeah, all that success principles yeah that success principle which is it's like <laughs> just have the government on your side yeah exactly they don't teach that one dang the it crap. The education system has failed us. Um, but it was on both fronts. It was the electricity front, and it was on the steel front, and they really just went after him. But I, I think that they had enough admiration for him that they didn't off him. You know, he, he literally died as an old, old man in a hotel in New York. And if you want to jump down a rabbit hole, <laughs> look up that Trump's uncle was a member of like the pre-FBI. I don't know what it hmm. was before the mm -hmm. FBI. Trump's uncle was the one who went in and gathered up his stuff after another government official had gone in and gathered up some of his stuff. So just really interesting that there's all those little tiny ties. Mm -hmm. Like my uncles have not been there <laughs> and uh, taken documents from a... And it wasn't taken like in a, a nefarious way. It was just he was one of the FBI members hmm. or pre-FBI mm -hmm. that <clears throat> took that stuff. So anyways, rabbit hole, maybe it's not true, probably isn't. Um, but hop on, look it up. It's really interesting. Chicago World's Fair. Yeah. How did they get their electricity? It was Tesla, right? It was Tesla. Yeah. And it was wireless. Hmm. We've had, we have wireless energy. We do it now. We set our cell phone on something and it yeah. charges. I saw a thing the other day that has, this is being experimented in cities. I don't know which ones, but as you drive through certain streets, it uh, charges your electric car. Interesting. Yeah, I just saw an article on that just actually a couple days ago. 
So as long as it's serving the government. <laughs> yeah, what data are they yeah. recording as you're charging your car? Yeah. But, I mean, interesting that that can even be done. There's energy all around us, and it's just being able to capture that energy. Yeah. But when you have an industry and money behind a certain way of doing things, yeah. then they have to be very careful on who they – like we even have uh, – a mutual friend that has built generators like that. Yeah. And in talking to him, he's had some interesting experiences and phone calls. And actually, too, there was a guy when I was growing up in in a small town, and he made this thing that kind of uh, like regulated gasoline in your car. It was some, I don't really know what it was, but I've heard this story from multiple people even family members of this guy. And it was some kind of device that you'd put in your gas line, and then it would um, kind of make – it would just, I guess, make the fuel use more – Kind of um, reg- regulate yeah, like the fuel-to-air ratio almost. Right, something like that. And he has an actual video of him. He put it in a car, and then he drove around like hundreds and hundreds of miles on one gallon of gas. And he had it all videoed and had it all – um, documented and everything and got a same thing, got yeah. some calls from some people and he just put it all away and never, everybody was like, well, what's going on with your thing? You know, like, that's awesome. When are you going to start selling them? And he's like, Nope, I decided I'm not going to pursue that anymore. Yeah. You know, it scared him enough that he quit pursuing it. But yeah. I mean, it's so crazy. It's unfortunate because there's a lot of things that could be better. Um, yeah. But, yeah. But, uh, well, it's like we talked yesterday, um, I believe that the earth is very abundant. You know, it, there are many, many people that live on the earth, <clears throat> and we continue to get resources. Now, I'm not going to be naive and say that we're not going to burn through those resources or anything like that, but the earth is very abundant. And I, I think that some of that technology has definitely either been lost or uh, on the bad side of all of it, suppressed. Yeah. So that people don't, you know, I, I believe, and this is just my beliefs. I think that free energy machines have been created and suppressed. Sadly, those free energy machines could be given to people in Africa, or they could be taught, uh, how to build these things. Um, you know, we've gone to Haiti a couple of times to just do medical clinics and just basic things. If there was a free energy machine that they could be running a water filter, then they could actually bathe in clean water. I mean, just... And I think that it has existed. I think that it does exist, and it is actively suppressed because we got to charge, got to yeah. charge for that. You know, you and I have talked about how rivers and streams. You can put um, oh, the the word um, low. It's like low head hydro, low head hydraulic or something. So essentially, what you do is you've got a, a canal or a river or a stream running through, and you just divert part of that water out and then back into the stream. So you're not losing any. And then in that uh, one that you've diverted, you just put like a paddle, a water paddle mm-hmm. in the in the stream that you've diverted. You're not messing with fish. You're not messing with erosion. You're not messing with anything. Yeah. And that gives as much power as we'd ever need. But you can't do that. If you and I went and bought a piece of land right now with a stream on it and we did that, they would come to us and say, that's illegal. You yeah. cannot do that. You From have to buy energy. You have to buy energy 
from the big companies. There's actually some guys that were able to do that yeah. back in like the, it's probably the 60s and 70s. There's quite a few streams around here that have those things in them. And I yeah. did some work for one of the guys that owns those. Like, like he flies around in his jet. Like yeah. he's got, and he actually has done them in other countries Because too. it's so efficient. Yeah, it's very efficient and it's very low maintenance. And he just like every day, like, yep. he, you know, it's but just, instead, it's let's, just, let's, uh, dig for lithium yeah well and these even like the streams that these are on you would never know it no you would never know it no it it, it it's and they still use the water for irrigation and everything else when it comes out the other side like absolutely it's, it's a great system yep but it's just have you ever read um confessions of an economic hitman you told me about that years ago and yeah i read it it's and just nuts yeah crazy i mean it goes to show you the amount of coercion and stuff there is in industry yeah you know that's basically a guy he wasn't really a cia operative but he originally they everything yeah he got like well he kind of makes it sound like they were different than the cia the cia was kind of the cleanup team but he got contracted to um, work as a business consultant for people overseas and they would go in and they would put in these massive uh, electrical hydro dam projects and these things but essentially what they would do is they would inflate the numbers and make it look like the country was getting a lot more benefit than they really would so that these countries would take on massive loans from the world bank interestingly yeah. enough and then they would think that it was going to help all of their their citizens but the company would bring in all american contractors and everything to build this stuff so it ended up the country was footing the bill for these companies to go in there and do all the work and it didn't really benefit them at all it actually yeah. enslaved them by <clears throat> taking on these huge loans well he started like after a while he didn't like doing it like he worked for a corporation here in the united states and he started seeing these things that were kind of just out of place and so he started digging into it, and he actually was working for a corporation that I think was the the shadow corporation for the Department of Treasury. Like the checks that that corporation were getting were actually from the Department of Treasury. Yeah. And then he would get paid from this corporation or whatever. So like it's just, and that's all stuff that, I mean, firsthand. If the guy's telling the truth, yeah, which the, what yeah. what that's always the hard thing is we have to discern. Yeah. And and always takes things with a grain of salt on all fronts. Yeah. Um, but I, you know, it's just interesting. There's lots and lots and lots of evidence out there that the citizens' best interests are not always what's in mind of governments. Yeah. And I think we've seen that a lot. Long story short, I think we've seen that a lot over the last couple of years. Yeah. And a lot I, of people are starting to recognize that, and I think it's great. Yeah, I agree. And and as fun as for me, you know, conspiracy type stuff is to look into and read and everything it is just what we are reading and looking into it doesn't mean that it's true it doesn't mean i just enjoy it mm -hmm. but i will always err on the side of peace you know i i want a peaceful loving personal freedom yes mm -hmm. yeah and and i don't want people to hurt me and i'm not going to go hurt other people you know just let's just love each other like life is life can be very good um we just also in saying that i think we need to know that we can't allow uh people to think that that they can take away the rights that we were born with 
you know, and, and, and in looking into all the conspiracy type stuff that's all coming true, um, <laughs> they can, they can take it away. You know, if you go with Robert Kiyosaki's uh, God's money is silver and gold, well, it is. As far as it's mined from the earth, it's elemental. You can't mm-hmm. destroy gold, right? Can you, can you, I don't think we can. It's elemental. Mm-hmm. So you can't destroy it. You can't create it unless some alchemist has, which, you know, they've tried for years. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe they do, but silver, gold, it's just a system that over thousands of years has worked. And then we think that we know better. So we go away from that standard and we start just printing billions and billions and then trillions and trillions. And we're like, why is there inflation? I can tell you from a very, very basic economic standpoint why there's inflation, but mm-hmm. no one cares. Mm-hmm. And we think of inflation as like, oh, well, yeah, there's inflation. And a lot of times our thinking stops there. Well, why are they creating in- inflation? Yeah. You know, dig a little bit deeper into it. What's the benefit? Who's benefiting from inflation? Well, it's the people that own the assets. Okay, yeah. well, who owns the assets? Yeah. How are they, you know, it's transitioning money away from regular people to people that own assets is what yeah. it's doing. You know, and so there's even, even in that, there's a manipulated reason for it you know yeah i used to i think growing up you know we probably just everybody thinks that it's just the way that it is like this is just the way that it is and whatever and the government works this way and yeah. now there's got to be reasons behind it all yeah and i've kind of learned that that there's yeah, you true. know there's a reason behind it all vaccines there's a reason behind it all like yeah. there's there's some people behind the scenes that are gaining from that kind of a a system, yep. you know, or, um, you know, we could look at a bunch of different examples yeah. over the last couple of years. And I hope, I hope that they are all working toward the better good of humanity. Mm-hmm. That's the hope. But it doesn't mean they are. And we shouldn't blindly trust that they are. You know, the, the blind faith in government is scary. The blind faith in anything is scary. We... It's, there's nothing wrong in looking into it, but, you know, when, when something that kind of irks me a little bit, when people are like, do the research, and they've done a Google search. Yeah. It's like, no, that's not research. Like, I actually want to read some peer-reviewed papers, but then, how are they peer-reviewed? Can we believe the peer review? Mm-hmm. You know, because when we start to use things, we're like, no, but look, this is true because of this and this and this. Well, I don't know. Who owns the medical journal? Yeah. What are they profiting off of this? Not saying that they are. It's just, let's look, like, we can't believe at all either. Yeah. I usually go and look at the, because usually there's two sides. You know, it seems like yeah. in anything that, for whatever reason, there seem, very rarely there's three or four sides. Yeah. There's two sides. The horseshoe. <laughs> yeah. So I usually go and look at the far, kind of the far side argument on one side, you know, find somebody that's arguing to the the one side and arguing to the other side. I'm not going to use left and right because that's not what it is. It's it's, this person has a viewpoint, and a lot of times there's a conflicting viewpoint on the other side. And then go and listen to different people on each side and make a, you know, we, we, I think as humans, we are, um, we can sense truth. Like just innately, we can sense if something is true or not. And so if we go and look at different viewpoints, we can kind of feel like, uh, that one that one doesn't taste too good, you know. Yeah. 
that one seems like it tastes a little bit better as far as the you know on the truth factor or whatever and i think if we do that a lot that we can we can really find what you know what what truth is um but yeah it's no i'm right there with you and be accepting of other people's point of view you know if i bring up just i'm going far here but you know you bring up flat earth and they're like you're an idiot you're like well don't say i'm an idiot for what's your reasons for thinking yeah exactly is it just because you think we live on a ball or do you have like actual data and real pictures Mm -hmm. and real statistical you know mathematical ways to prove to me that it's round Mm -hmm. now like i said in the beginning i i believe that the earth is round i just i want to be open to the fact that it is possible that it's not. Mm-hmm. I think it is, mm-hmm. but it's possible that it's not. And and if if I can look at someone and go, oh, you believe that the Earth is flat? That's that's crazy. Can you tell me why? Can you show me all the reasons why you think it's flat? And then they can. And then I can look at it and I can tell them all the reasons why I think it's round. What a great way to know whether the Earth is round or not. And at the end of the day, know that it doesn't matter. Yeah, we live on an Earth whether it's flat or round mm-hmm. and they can believe that it's flat and I can believe that it's round and it's all good. Well, and that's not, that's not what we're taught. We're not taught to do that. No. We're taught to say, Oh, well you're stupid. Yep. That, that's not what I believe. Yeah. No, have a conversation Yeah, talk yeah. about it. You know? Yeah. I think, wasn't it, I think it's Thomas Jefferson that said question with boldness, the very existence of God, because even if there is a God, he would, he would value bold questioning over being naive basically or something like that well this is a fact checking episode yeah, so let's make yeah, this happen yeah do it but even there you know even in that i think that that there's a lot of truth in that that even you know i believe in god and that we were created by god and of course if we're going to have questions and we ask bold questions then we're going to get answers you know and and it's not a bad thing for us to to ask questions yep. and even ask the <clears throat> right there, even ask the very existence of God. Well, that's the basic. How else are question. you going to learn? Yep. You know, of course, if you yeah. ask that question, like that's not blasphemy. Yeah. He's going to help you learn. Yep. You know, he wants you to know that. Yeah. And have and have an understanding of it. So yeah, Thomas Jefferson said, "Question with boldness, even the existence of a God, because if there be one." He must more approve of the homage of reason than that of blindfolded fear. Yeah. Dude, it's hard for me to read old speech <laughs> and because I'm a college dropout. And he probably wrote it with a feather. He probably did. They And they probably misinterpreted it. And But, yeah, I mean. Is Thomas just, Jefferson just, even real? No, I don't kidding, know. I don't know. Yeah. But we yeah. can question everything, yeah. and, and it can be okay, but we're in a society where they try to demonize that. Yeah. So, yeah, it's unfortunate. So, the takeaway: there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff. Honestly, a lot of stuff that doesn't even matter. Mm-hmm. You know, it's very easy, especially like like this today. It's fun to talk about, and I think the point of today is that you know let's talk about current events, how things are going, where things are headed, and that all does play into our success. Because if I'm going to go out and start three companies that are going to make, 
you know, 10 million a year each, then I'm actually pretty curious how I'm going to be taxed on all of that or how I'm going to be regulated on that. And, you know, if I bring in certain employees, how can we make sure that they get the maximum amount of money that they can get? And, you know, just Mm -hmm. all of that. So this stuff does matter to us. But at the same time, there's a lot of things that don't. Like whether the earth is round or flat, (laughs) it's not going to change how I do today. And really almost any of the current events shouldn't detract us too much from that day to day. Yeah, totally agree. So will the tax code change? It might. Where are we going to move to a digital dollar? Yeah, probably. Is it going to be run by the Federal Reserve in conjunction with the Treasury? Yeah, probably. Are they going to track everything that we do and we're going to live in a cashless society? Yeah, probably. (laughs) But that doesn't change what I do today. Yeah. Yeah, success principles are still there. Yeah. And I think that that's that's the perfect takeaway because focusing on all of those things are fun but they aren't going to necessarily get us anywhere yeah it's you know it's it's being able to separate that from okay what principles do i need to be working on in my life to get where i want to be yeah um you know and not not worry about some of that stuff yeah and if but, all that but there is there is some decisions that we have to make and and ways that we need to find truth in order to kind of figure out what those principles are so yeah. i think it's i think i think it, there is some importance there too yeah and knowing where so something that someone at the fire department a couple people said to me several times was pick your battles and that that could apply to to all of this mm-hmm. you know like pick your battles but when you when it's time to take a stand i hope people take it yeah and me myself it's going to always err on the side of personal freedoms that we're born with mm-hmm. the god-given inalienable rights that we have that are immediately stripped when we're born and it's not stripped by us and it's not stripped by god uh, that's where I'm always going to err. And that's where my line goes. So I can do my day-to-day, but as soon as that line is crossed and that it's me, my family, my friends, whatever it is, you know, that's where the stand gets taken. And that's maybe when I'll stop doing my day-to-day and I'll become a, an activist or something. Yeah. But, you know, that line's got to exist. And I think a lot of people are recognizing that too yeah. and getting to that point. So yeah. I, think, I think it's awesome. I think yeah. it's great. I think it's good that people are expressing themselves and their frustrations. Yeah. Despite despite the fact that we're getting showed other things, but yeah. but I I well, totally agree. I like the, the taking full circle the trucker thing. All they have to do is sit at their house. And guess what? You don't get food, mm-hmm. Justin Trudeau. Mm-hmm. Your food is brought to you in a truck. So you're wanting to take away people's basic, inalienable, God-given rights. And you're going to go after the guy who delivers your freaking food? Like, come on. Yeah. It's crazy. But it's so, so crazy that I don't even know if most people look at it and think anything of it. They just go, oh, yeah, Justin Trudeau is a butt. And, uh, yeah, we're, we're on the side of the truckers. But, like, when you look really just surface level into it 
It's like, wait, you literally have a guy that's wanting to be a dictator. He says that he loves China. Yeah. And he's wanting to go after people to deliver your food? What's wrong with us? Yeah. It's crazy. It is crazy. It's nuts. It is. And the same thing's happening here. And the same thing's happening in Europe and Australia. And, you know, people are waking up to it. Yeah. And um, I think it's good. I think yeah. I think it's a good thing. Just want people to be free. Mm-hmm. Go out, start a business, mm-hmm. run it how you want to run it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and that's, I think that's the reason that we've wanted to do this podcast and coaching and helping people is seeing that there's a need. People feel like they are in situations where they're not free to make their own choices yeah. in, in multiple areas of their life. And, you know, I think that taking more responsibility and freedom to make your own choices day to day and, yeah. to, you know, pursue the things you want to pursue that you're passionate about. Yeah. I mean, that's the ultimate freedom Yep, to be able to do that, have things that you're excited about that you're working on every day. Not that it's all roses and, you know, just great. Yeah. But there's there's challenges there too but um it does make a difference when you feel like you're free to make some choices it's true yeah and it doesn't we are insanely powerful as human beings and even if some rights are stripped which they are like we're not a completely free people yeah we do have a lot of freedom to do what we need to do to provide for our families and try to get ahead. And just because getting ahead, like in communism, if you're ahead, that means you are actually ahead of somebody else. You know, you're, you're in a different class than them. I feel like here, and at least in a, a more free market, open society, when you say get ahead, actually I mean just ahead of where I am right now. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to get ahead of somebody else. I don't want to get ahead of anybody else. I want us all to rise together. Yeah. So as long as we can do that, and I think right now we can, let's keep doing it. As soon as someone gets in the way, we need to let them know that they can't get in the way. Mm-hmm. But let's all rise together. Here at the gym, we rise by lifting others. That's kind of our, our motto. Yeah. Like help others, just like yesterday. Sales. Yeah. Help others. Get out there. Let people know. Like let people know that there is government corruption. There's, you know, stuff that's happened in the past. And, uh... Let's make sure it doesn't happen again. And then wake up in the morning just ready to seize the day. Carpe diem. Well, and I think that's the main point of the whole thing is if we're focusing on what the government's doing and the corruption there, or maybe this person's doing that or that person's doing this, but we're not doing everything we possibly can to be free ourselves, you know, if I'm sitting at home on the couch and I'm not as healthy as I can be, yeah, I am making the conscious choice myself to limit my freedom. If I'm not, you know, going out and being as productive as I can to bring as much uh, resources home to my family, I'm choosing not to be free. And I think a lot of times we do that. We want to scroll social media and feel like we're an activist or something. Yeah. When really it's mostly... We need to pick ourselves up first, be as free as we can personally. If we're in a job that's just terrible and we don't like it and it it makes us mentally depleted and physically depleted and everything else, 
that's not freedom. Get out of that yeah. and do something else that's going to make you be, you know, want to be creative and motivated and everything else. So be as make the decisions, and that's kind of the hardest thing. A lot of times, it's easy to point yeah. fingers at, at, you know, the government or whatever, and say they're the problem. Yeah. But I think the main problem, is, or the you know, the main takeaway is, be as free as you can personally. Really sit down, have that hard conversation with yourself, and say. Is there things I am doing that are limiting my personal freedom yeah. by my choice? <clears throat> Change those things, and then you can grow into bigger things and fight bigger battles. Yeah. Um, you know, you mentioned running a business that, say, you make $10 million. Well, you grew into that. Well, now you have more resources to maybe yeah. go fight something at a political level or whatever. Yeah. But if you're if you're physically not able to go do that, or you're mentally not able to go do that because of other things that are happening around you that you could choose to move away from, yeah, then you're limiting your own freedom. And I think that's the case probably with a lot of people. It's, I know for me, I mean, I still struggle with this all the time. Is there's things that I do that limit my personal freedom yep. that I'm I'm making the decision to do, mm-hmm. and I shouldn't be, you know. And so I think that's important is that we we make the decisions that we can ourselves to be as free as we can and then move in to help and affect change in other areas too yeah i like that 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 like sums it all up i love it that's great um so we'll release this i guess it doesn't matter because when it's released it's already going to be released but yeah um tuesday yeah tuesday that other one the one we did yesterday it's scheduled for tomorrow at uh tonight at midnight nice or i guess tomorrow at midnight i don't know how that works cool at zero 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 on out. Friday, it comes out. Nice. Um, yeah, I appreciate it. Sounds good. It's yeah. good. That was fun. It, 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 it's, yeah. it's fun to talk it about is that fun. Stuff. And just like, I guess you know, because we'll there's certain keywords that get kicked out on iTunes and Spotify and everything. Truly, like, you know, it's fun to read into it. But when it comes right down to it, right down to the very bones of all of it. We just want love. Yeah. Really. Truly. Yeah. I mean, at least me, and yeah. I think you're the same way. Just, man, we can all get along. We can all love each other. Um, peace is amazing. We don't want war, whether that's a national war or this battle of left and right and anti-vax versus vax, and we don't want any of this crap. Yeah. We want to live a good free life where I can do the things that I want to do that don't hurt other people and they live their lives and they don't hurt me. Like that's all we want. Yeah. And we make For it sure. So. Yeah. I love it. I love it too. It's good. Okay. See you Tuesday. See you.